Welcome to the Bridge Podcast, where we immerse you into conversation about wellness as experienced through the bridging of seven unique tracks. Move, pause, taste, choose, seek, expand, and learn. Our goal is to transform people's lives through a holistic approach to wellness. I'm your host, Sif Pere, Fitness and Wellness Manager here at The Bridge. Welcome to today's episode, where we'll be focusing on the wonderful world of yoga, breathwork, and meditation with our beloved yoga instructor here at The Bridge, Guzel. Hi, Guzel. Hi. <laughs> so let's dig deep into the origin of yoga and the basic um, basics of yoga. Mm. Okay, We have all some imagery, we have all some basic ideas, mm. but what exactly is yoga? So yoga is basically uh, an exercise using full body weight on the mat. You don't need much equipment and combining your breathing, your movement, your gaze and your mental focus all together. And it was originated 5,000 years back and yoga, this word actually is a Sanskrit word, which is already nobody is using it. It was like an ancient uh, language. And it means huge. Huge is basically combined. So combining the mind with your body connection, mind-body connection, and with your breath and with your gaze. It's always very fascinating to go back in the history of stuff. History is, is always full of things. And when you go back to that and learn about the history, it's so amazing. Basically, you're saying it's all coming from two different worlds, right? We have a lot of practices in yoga, even the things that not even include your physical uh, practice. For example, your breathing technique. Uh, we have many different breathing techniques, which we teach in Bridge as well, which is the class called Prana form. And people realize a lot of benefits. They said, I never know I was breathing the opposite way. Because when you inhale, you should press the breath all the way down, inflate and then deflate. But people are doing opposite. When they inhale, belly comes in. And when they exhale, yeah. belly comes out. Because their breath just stops here in their chest. They are not breathing all the way down. Not diaphragmatic breathing. Mm -hmm. So this is not include the body and meditation part as you, as we all talk about mindfulness practice. And then it becomes your, your ability to focus on one thing for a long period of time instead of just letting your mind run all the time. And these are not included physical, but the most obvious one, as we know, is flexibility, which is a cliche, by the way, cliche. because you want to be strong, but you don't want to be like a rock. You want to be flexible at the same time you want to be strong and you want to have balance how you press your foot how you have a spatial awareness which is your proprioception and also your stamina which is your heart strength and your lung strength and this are comes from different types of yoga practices and we offer all of them at the bridge exactly exactly yeah. and this is going back to the general idea of what people can have about about yoga um, let's yeah. go like a little bit in history. Where did yoga come from exactly? Where, which country exactly? So if you really uh, want to localize the practice, this was far before the religion actually forms the shape. So this was before, as we people say, oh, this gesture is a Buddhist or this gesture is Hindu or Sikh. Uh, it doesn't necessarily as a religion. Yeah. 
and the text is also Sanskrit, which is not even used in these religions. So it was far before that. Also, sorry to cut you here. Also, we have the Christian that also do this. Uh, this oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the same uh, same position, hand position. Also, could mm. be uh, the reason yeah. why as well. So it doesn't relate it to the religion, but in a tool, in a way of a tool to mastering your body and mind and your breath in a way to achieve some sort of as, like transcendent experience, but it's not necessarily related to religion. And that those experiences is not even related exactly. to religion. Yeah. And even people that didn't like, especially from our client, knowing mm. that I speak with a lot of clients here that comes in, uh, as I like to contact them and ask them how how they, how they feel. Uh, people that came first and second time to the class said that, oh, we thought that was it was religious, but when we came in, it it changed us. It it made us feel uh, different. It helped us. So yes, so yeah, yes, we all have the same human body, and we all got the same problems, whether it's stress related or it's something emotional, or you lost someone, we all get similar problems. Then why the problems are similar, then yoga can help everyone. And it doesn't uh, regulate the problem as this is Christian problem, this is Muslim problem. Yeah. Problem is problem. <laughs> yeah. So you can work on that, yeah. And this is a part of, of yoga, but then also there's the yoga that you were saying that is more into breath work, and there's mm. yoga that is more into meditation. Yes. So also they have misconsumption and mis, um, different ideas that can relate into religion mm -hmm. when it comes to meditation, example, yeah. when it comes to breath work. And nowadays yoga has evolved in a way that people practice it more for health and wellness benefits. Mm -hmm. As the studies has proving, now is a very exciting moment to live actually because Western science is kind of giving the scientific robust evidences to prove yoga is working for the human body and mind and breath and uh, attention. So now it's very exciting to bring yoga and most people practice for wellness. I can, I can even say it for myself. I'm, I'm a person that was always into fitness. Um, starting working here in this industry and taking position of, of uh, fitness manager, I know that there's a lot of stress, mm. a lot of pressure and then when you go into one of the meditations or one of the, the practices of yoga when you need to focus more on your body, yeah, I felt like that difference in mindset, that release of stress and um, a more motivation to work and work harder in my Yeah, life. exactly. Like last time the client, you told me about hormones, like mm -hmm. because that client was only working on you said uh, some cardio and some strength training and she never paid attention to properly relax yes. and her hormonal balance was uh, quite out of out of the place and then one time she went for the yin yoga which offer we offer here and she said she never had that much deep sleep than before okay now talk about those benefits if we want to give like 3 to 4 benefit or maybe 5 benefit if you can list them, like what are example those benefits? Yeah, the first one, obviously the physical one, the increased flexibility, the strength, and that's another misconception, by the way, it does build your strength and it does build your stamina based on what kind of yoga class that you go to. For example, 
If you go to yin yoga, we have yoga sink at the bridge or yin swing yoga. We use the aerial hammock as the prop to practice flexibility. Those builds your flexibility. And if you go to power yoga, it builds your strength and stamina because we keep flowing. And if you go to breath work like prana form, then it builds your mind-body awareness and your ability to focus and direct your attention. So if you want to cut them in this way, so people uh, with us can can get them in points. So mm. first one, let's say, is strength and endurance. Yes. Second one is hormonal changes, right? Which is hormonal changes and bringing your uh, stress yeah. down. The third one is flexibility and yeah. mobility as well. Yeah. So what can be the fourth one would be then? Uh, you would, can say like your ability and resilience to face stress and your being able to stay in equanimity in the face of emotions. Of course, we always emotional because the life is getting faster and faster and we have to cope with that. Um, in that sense, when we practice yoga, for example, whether you are balancing on one leg or you are holding the deep stretching poses for some period of time, you have to focus and breathe. The only thing that you can do is breathing to help you stay in that balanced posture. And this, with your breathing combined with your mental attention, it will develop your prefrontal cortex, which is the front side of your brain, which is the very sensitive part of uh, detrimental, stressful expo exposure. So in that sense, you will take the practice outside of the yoga studio as well, because you did that. While the challenging movement or pause arise, you breathe through, you bring your attention to control yourself, your body. And that developed in the life when the stress arises, you don't freeze, you breathe. Yeah. So this is on and off the mat is life itself. Yeah. So here it is, as you can hear now, it's those four aspects and four benefits that you can use in your day-to-day -day while doing yoga, not just misconceptions and, and ideas, general ideas in your mind. That's perfect, thank you. But now, let's let's little bit go in details. What mm -hmm. are the different yoga that you can deliver, example? Yeah, I always recommend if you are a beginner, beginner yoga practitioner, it will be quite overwhelming to come for a power yoga, even though we do slow down at the first few rounds. But I would highly recommend try Yoga Sync, we offer Yin Swing Yoga. And by just getting your mind-body connection there, then the rest will become easier. And if you feel like your breathing is not there, or you feel your lung capacity needs to be increased or strengthen your lungs, then you have to come to prana form. And those classes really makes you feel relaxed. And if you have any for example, your cortisol level is quite high, then start with these classes. And later on, if you would like to take it as a lifestyle, then power yoga, vinyasa, and flow yoga is in between. Okay. Yeah. Now, there is, I know that there is one that is quite famous, let's say, hmm. uh, but it's one of, they say that it's one of the hardest part of yoga, which is yoga ashtanga. What do you have to say about Yoga Ashtanga? Yoga Ashtanga is set of movements and uh, even the Yoga Ashtanga yoga teachers are quite different than normal yoga teachers because they are like the police of yoga world. So they get every alignment correct and they will 
pinpoint you. And Ashtanga yoga is very advanced because it needs a lot of flexibility. But of course, you can start with using the props and the straps, starting with that. But you won't get into a flow of Ashtanga. So you might not enjoy as much as you do Hatha yoga or Yin yoga. But at the end, that is your goal. Because if you do three sets of Ashtanga sequence in the morning, that's a great day to set the tone of your day to yeah, start with. Yeah. So, okay, let's say also we have here at the bridge uh, mixed classes that we do. Mm. Uh, but also we have those events that we create, which has part of it related to yoga. Example, mm. we make sure that we have a part of yoga meditation, but on the sunset, yes. which what, what exactly can those be sessions. those benefits of those? Yes. So we did outside outdoor sessions during Ramadan. It was yoga Ramadan. We did uh, 30 minutes meditation and everybody loved it because yoga is what? Yoga is unite. So if you are outdoor and feeling the air breeze on your skin and feel the sounds around you and just openness of the space, of course, you feel more connected to the, your surroundings and that makes yoga more, more delicious and juicy. Yes. Uh, and Active Sunday is also active, one so of, I, yeah. yeah, I wanted to say that. So we here at the bridge have the Active Sunday, mm. which is a mix of one of the fitness class and the yoga as well. So going with that mix of doing a fitness class followed by a yoga class, can you example give us of how we can bridge a fitness class into a, a yoga class was one of with one of these offerings that we have at the bridge example yes so uh, most of my clients at the bridge they always combine uh, defined based classes or spinning or running uh, all the strength training classes with something a little bit low paced more flexibility involved so for example yoga sync yin swing yoga right after that strength training they come unwind uh, just because in the strength training, everything is fast, everything is forceful. So in the slow paced yoga, you get everything stretched out and the breathe and feel. So it's a really beautiful combination. And let's say if they want to do maybe a part of yoga, which is before a session, can mm. they still do that? Yeah, they can still do that. For example, flow yoga. If they've been practicing yoga for some time, they can come to a flow yoga or early mornings vinyasa or power yoga. They can come and after that, they can go upstairs and practice their own uh, strengths-involved programs. Yeah, I, I, I can assure this because I went one time on a retreat. That, that's like a small story. I went one time on a retreat. and uh, In that retreat, we had to have yoga uh, which was in the morning, mm. uh, just after a small jog around the, around the track, which, to be honest, yes, it calms down and made us ready for our breakfast mm. in the morning, which we had, and we had it gratefully. Mm. Uh, it made us feel nice. So, yeah, here at the bridge now, I'm looking to create those, those experiences. Um, do you think what will be missing if we want to create something for our members here, something like around the morning. Do you, do you have like an idea of what we can have? Yeah, in the morning sunrise yoga would be nice. Even uh, 
starting as a ceremony, for example, journaling in the morning after meditation. And after journaling, we can get into the body part, do some sun salutation facing the sun, and then breakfast in that order. So meditation, because through meditation, your mind is clear and everything will come up after that. All your creativity start to flow. Journaling and then sun salutation and then breakfast. That would be a very nice way to start the That's day. That's it. You hear it from our beloved one. So I think we're going to create something like this soon. Uh, keep, keep your eyes peeled for this. Do you have any story or why example did you start your uh, yoga career? Um, to be honest with you, uh, when I first tried yoga, I didn't come back to the yoga mat for two years. <laughs> and I totally understand people. People say, what is this? Why I'm being upside down like a down dog shape or whatever. But after I have to come back because I had ankle injury at some point. And then I cannot do anything that's very high impact classes. So, and yoga helped me to recover my ankle injury in a very subtle and very gentle way. And at the end of the practice, I just felt like a baby. And there were some moments I really feel that I let go and free. Those are kind of deep experiences, but I really enjoyed it since, since then it just takes off. That's, yeah, that's 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 an inside story. <laughs> that's an inside. It's mostly of, most of the people have the same same thing. They don't like it first, then they come back to it because they, and it takes time for people to change their mm. their their mindset into things yeah. they don't really uh, usually do. Um, this is part of yoga. Let's go a little bit uh, in depth about the breath work, maybe, mm. or, or maybe speak about breath work and meditation at the same time. If I think it's all related, right? Yes. So. Um, let's see, like, what can be benefit as a science to your, to your health with breath work and meditation? So every inhale is, um, inhale is as important as your exhale. But most of us, we eager to take inhale because imagine two scenarios that you are crossing the road and there is a car suddenly appears from the corner. What's your first reaction? You will be like sharp inhale. <gasps> This is your first reaction. So, so every inhale is for switch on the sympathetic nervous system. And for every exhale is parasympathetic. Ah, relaxing. So exhale is as important that inhale. And in prana form, we always focuses on squeezing the lungs because it's same in strength training. When you squeeze your muscles, it gets stronger. And when you expand your lungs, it's stretching the lungs. The capacity becomes bigger. The volume becomes bigger. And most of us, we are breathing only like this. But the lungs can have capacity to expand this like much. Elastic. Yes, and then take all the toxins and carbon dioxide properly by squeezing the lungs. So it's not really different than the um, oxygen advantage breath yeah. work, was, which is we uh, look, I took one of the certification which is called another breathing or oxygen advantage mm. and it's not really different just that there's few ways of doing it and depending on situations but one of the best one which I always use post my classes is the nasal breathing uh, and diaphragmatic breathing mm. which is you breathe in through the nose for four seconds you exhale through the nose also for six seconds. You make it as soft as possible without creating hissing sounds from mm -hmm. the nose. And this is, you create it with a wave type of 
breathing and you try to do it maybe for two, three, five minutes, example. Mm. It helps people. So as, as the science says, it helps people into increasing oxygen mm. in um, especially oxygen volume in your lungs. It helps distress as well. And it increase something we call tidal volume. The tidal volume is when you, your capacity of keeping your breath in for a long time, a long period of time, mm. uh, like holding your breath or something yeah. else. And this also into time lead into better endurance because mm. your oxygen becomes better uh, in your lungs. So it's not really different, right? When you do it in breath work and in yoga. Yes, yes. But in yoga, this is pure prana form, uh, which I'm talking about. But in yoga, breath work plus the mental attention is there. So when these two combine, it's really working on to be able to breathe even when the challenging moments arises. No matter on the yoga mat where you have to balance with your body or on in life, when things arise, you don't freeze. You breathe and then you talk. And did you know that you can only talk on your exhalation? You cannot talk on your inhalation. Yeah, due to your breathing out. When yeah. um, looking a little bit into meditation now, mm. um, do you think it's hard on people to meditate? Uh, is there any difference in between people to, to meditate? Are there yeah. any levels for it? Yeah, uh, at the, if you start with, of course, all the meditation should start with breath work because breath work really sets the tone of your meditation. Your heart rate lowers down, your focus centered slowly. And if you start with, start with guided meditation. If you just sit like that, of course, it will be difficult. So start with guided meditation, whether it's binaural beats or someone is talking into your ears or just um, outside feeling or focusing on your breath. But then after everything has to go, music has to go, a guided voice has to go. You are purely with your breath and with yourself. And that's the ultimate goal you should be able to achieve. And it also train your brain. There are a lot of studies about that. Train your brain to be able to be okay and be peaceful with doing nothing but just breathing. And that really helps you to be comfortable in your own skin, in your life. But still, there's a lot of people that cannot really find that meditation Easily. It takes time sometimes. Yeah, to, it to takes time. So start with breath work, I would say. Be able to, like alternative nostril breathing, just not mixing up the nostrils and doing it properly. This is also meditation because you are giving your mind something to focus on and then the mind will get a hold and that's the meditation. So let's a little bit before we get into wrapping up very soon. If we want to get tips in on incorporating them into our daily stress management what is a routine that we can have i would say at least every hour breathe for five deep breaths okay. yeah. keep tuned we're coming for this later on we're gonna have us a five minute of, of yeah. breath work okay and what is a recommended so if somebody want to start mm. okay or somebody already started can you give him some classes that he can join 
combine the classes as much as he can. Whether he has a program already or he was doing the strength training classes, come to a yoga room. Some people doesn't even know we have a yoga studio. So come to the yoga room, stretch it out or breathe it out. And if you want to interested, then go for power yoga vinyasa. Those Just are amazing. Me one thing. Uh, I remember one time we had two gym experienced goer uh, that went into your class mm. and they haven't joined any yoga class. They remember that time. And they, I think they joined yin swing yoga. Mm. I remember their expression after that yoga. They, they started to want to do it more and more. Do you remember? Did yes. you have that? Uh, yes, of course. And um, everyone has that ability, you know, already inside of them to be able to be grateful for their breaths, for their body, and to feel not too much of a thinking, but feeling they already have inside them. We just need to use it. I remember they, they even went out and said, when is the next class? Please, can, can we book in advance for that class? And then yeah. I, I've been seeing them in, inside those classes regularly now, and they were not even in one, one class before that, and they were pure experienced gym goer that lifted, that, yeah. lifted weight. That's, that's amazing. Before wrap, wrapping things up and going back to one of our uh, breath work that we promised, uh, what is one healthy habit that you believe made the biggest impact on your own life? Uh, I would say meditation. Uh, meditation really helped me because there are a lot of awareness came with meditation just by watching my thoughts. like. I didn't know my thoughts was matter in my life past this much until I start to watch my thoughts and observe the flow of the thoughts. And most of them were negative. I didn't realize that. And when I catch myself thinking like that, there was awareness, I repattern it. It's like a map. There was already a map, already like a computer inside of me. But this computer is running automatic on itself. And most of them is negative about the image about myself, about the decisions that I make. I didn't know. And once I catch myself, it was negative. And I was like, why I'm thinking like that? This is not the, this is not a loving person will think about herself or her life or her future projection. I should think another way. And meditation really catch me those thoughts and from the root take it out. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's, there's a small saying that is being grateful to a lot mm. of people will also bring uh, happiness to your to yourself. So now let's, as I promise, we're gonna go for a five minute uh, breath work. Breath work, and this yes. will help all of us uh, get this breath work into us. Uh, I will let you lead us into mm -hmm. this uh, breath work. Sure. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, yes, we're ready. All right. So keep your eyes open. You have to see this one. So bring your right palm in front of your face, folding in middle three fingers. And we're going to use only the thumb and little finger. So place it in front of your face. You're going to take all the air out from your left nostril. Take inhale from your left. Block your left nostril with your little finger, release from the opposite. Good. Inhale from the right. Block and release from the opposite. 
good. Let's do one more cycle. And keep your eyes closed. Now, after every inhale, change your nostril. And breathing with your belly. And slow down, nowhere to rush. Nowhere to be. Just be here and now. With your breath. Every inhale, inflating your lungs to the fullest capacity. And every exhale, deflating. And notice, is there any imbalance between the right and left nostril? Which side of the nostril is heavier? And which side is lighter? Relax your shoulder, relax your chest. Send your breath all the way down. Let's do two more cycles. Slow down. And whenever you exhale from your left nostril, you can release your palms and relax. Relaxing your shoulder. Now take a deep inhale through your nose and sigh it out. One more inhale. Let go. Deep and delicious inhale and hold. Hold. Sip in a little bit more air in. And let go. Now with your eyes closed, feel the skin touching your clothes. Feel the weight of your body pressing into the cushion. And feel the space around your fingertips. And feel the rise and fall of your belly and chest. And feel the air coming in to inflate your body. And coming out to deflate and focus on that breath.
Now, anytime the thoughts coming into your mind, have compassion for yourself. It's okay to get the lost in that focus. Keep bringing your mind towards your breath. Now wiggle your fingers and slowly and gracefully blink your eyes open. Okay. Good. That's it. Wow, thank you, uh, Gozal. It felt like really amazing because like you feel so, uh, not just calm down, you feel like very light yeah. around your head. Around Even the giddiness from your body kind of go. Exactly. You, you feel light. Very light around your head. Thank you all for listening to today's episode on navigating your health through yoga, breathwork, and meditation. We're looking forward to see you next episode. For the time being, keep moving, pausing, tasting, choosing, seeking, expanding, and learning. And most importantly, keep the conversation on oneness going. I was your host, Sif Pere. Thank you, Gazelle, for this uh, podcast today. It was very thoughtful and very amazing to have such an amazing uh, person speak about yoga and especially in our uh, place thank you again thank you very grateful